devotional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 178, and welcome to the front porch. Hope you all are doing fantastic, having a wonderful day. Uh, morning, afternoon, night, whatever time of day it is. I hope you're doing really, really great. Um, I'm sitting out here uh, tonight, and it's so still, so quiet. Um, and I'm telling you, every time I get out here, it's like a, it's like a different world. It's like the moment I leave this front porch, I don't know what it is, but it, it, it's like I enter into some form of chaos <laughs> throughout the rest of the day. I've got all these projects to do on my house. You know, I'm running this nonprofit. You know, there's all this all these different weights all these different stresses i guess that are happening in life but for some reason and this is why i think it's so important for people to have a sacred space for some reason i come out here and just lean in lean into the wind a little bit lean into the beauty that's all around and it just is kind of a a resetting uh type of thing and you know that tends to happen for me on walks too it's like on walks it takes it's there's I have these two dynamics like one is like very quiet and it's sitting and silence and reflection and then the other one is motion just moving and going and they're not in conflict with each other it's for me it's taking me years and years and years to figure out those those ways in which I really connect uh, with God and um, and so I, I don't know where you're at in your journey of trying to figure out who Jesus is and what it means to truly connect with him. Um, but for me, those two practices have been really, really helpful. Uh, sitting out here on the front porch and just leaning in to all that's around me and then walking and just kind of experiencing it, just kind of opening my eyes and ears lately. And I haven't done this for a long time, but um, maybe if ever, but going on a walk, I used to just be like, I'm just going to be quiet. I'm just going to listen. Lately, I've been listening to some some worship music and uh, shout out, uh, this album, uh, Carrie Joe put out this album called The Blessing. Many of you heard the song, but the whole album. For me, that particular album, some of these songs are like 10 minutes long. And I can just, they create space for quiet. And so I just find myself like worshiping while I walk. And so for some of you, find some resources. Find some things that really help you disconnect from all the crazy that is happening in your life, all the chaos that's happening in your life. And allow yourself to kind of go through this, maybe a transcendent experience, meaning it's kind of outer body. You know, you're like in a different space and it feels quiet and all the stresses of this world just kind of kind of calm down a bit and you can really connect with God. So whatever that is, um, go do that. Go figure that out. Some I've heard a lot of people say getting in the car, going for a drive, like really good. Go do that. Go for a drive. You know, Patty's somebody who wants to go for a drive. She wants to be in nature, right? And she connects with God that way. And so it's like, hey, get in the car, go for a drive. But go do that and allow yourself to really lean into what God is trying to teach you, help you learn. And sometimes we just need to get away to those those sacred spaces where we can connect. So right here on the front porch, that's one of mine. And that's why we do this podcast. This is a place where I really meet God. And as I'm working through particular passages, I just find some clarity out here and that's why it's so important and that's how this podcast came to be so for those of you who are listening thank you so much those of you who continue to give online thank you thank you thank you so much it's much appreciated all right continuing in colossians colossians 3 uh, verse 2 says this set your minds 
on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Let me say that again. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Um, I remember Suresh would come into town. He would, he usually comes into town every year, but with COVID, it's been a little hard. So he comes into town. He's been staying at our house probably for 11 years. We always love hosting him. It's one of our favorite people to have in the house. Um, and we just have a wonderful time kind of connecting. And he's always, uh, you know, catching us up on all things India. And so... Uh, we really uh, love having him as a guest. So he always comes with some form of a, an interesting Indian story. And so he goes this one day, sitting the kids down, he goes, hey, have you guys ever seen a cobra? Of course, the kids have never seen a cobra. Um, and, you know, maybe they saw it on TV or something like that. And he, he said, well, we had this guy come and catch a cobra on the campus, like the children's, where the children are. I mean, this is the children's home, and it has this 12-foot cobra, right? And so they have a guy. And this guy, that's his job. He goes and catches cobras, right? And so um, so this guy goes and catches the cobra. And uh, what Suresh does is uh, it's fun for the kids, right? The kids are always enamored by these snakes. You know, uh, Harvest India has uh, uh, thousands of, of kids and uh, that we take care of. And so what they do is they put this stake in the ground and they tie a knot onto the cobra's like tail and then tie it to the snake and then the kids taunt the snake and the snake like lunges and then this it you know the rope pulls them back and the kids think it's funny and Chris Rush is showing us this video and just saying isn't this funny isn't it so funny and we're like are you kidding me this is crazy this is absolutely insane but the kids are laughing they're having a great time but here this snake wants to be free but is is kind of nailed to the ground and it's keeping them it's keeping him from being who he is as a snake this is what paul pastor paul is trying to help us understand this is trying to, he's trying to get this image in our head to help us learn and to grow Right, because in verse one, which was in episode uh, one seventy-seven, in 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 verse one, Paul is anchoring us in in where our true identity is found, and it's found in Christ. He's trying to nail this down in our mind. It's in Christ. This is our true identity. Everything, right? Absolutely, everything stems from that. The question is this, well, how do we do that? Okay, so that's like a, a big idea, massive umbrella idea that covers and touches everything, right? And this is who we are in Christ. And so in, in verse 1, he's trying to help us grow in that and understand that. And the thing about Paul is this, Paul is deeply theological. Like if you, if you read the New Testament, most of that is Pauline thought, right? Pauline letters. And, and Paul is writing, he's creating the theological framework for which we now live in and kind of uh, learn and grow in and develop, right, as we try to connect with God. So he's a deeply theological man and, and he's a teacher, but oftentimes, uh, what you find is that people just aren't understanding what you're trying to teach them. So teach them. Like Paul's trying to teach this church, this young church, but y you can sense that they're not fully understanding it, not fully getting it. You know, like if you have kids, you've probably found uh, yourself uh, at times repeating yourself, right? And wondering, what 
is wrong with my kids? Like, they're just not getting it. They're just not understanding it. No matter how many times, like, they're just not connecting with it, right? And then sometimes in a moment of, like, wisdom or discernment, you decide, you know what? I think I need to simplify. The way I'm communicating this, I just, I think I need to to simplify it, right? So this is what Paul starts to do. Paul starts to simplify his message, and so he repeats himself. Anytime in scripture where you see something repeated, that's just like throwing off alerts in your head. This is very, very, very important. And so Paul's trying to connect this dot in our head. He's trying to simplify what it means to be in Christ. And he says this, set your minds on things above. Like he repeats this, but then he adds this part, not on things that are on earth. Right? He's trying to show a comparison here. And so he repeats himself twice. No, no, no. In order to really, truly connect and be in Christ, to really understand what that's all about, right? We, we can't be tethered to the things of this world. We have to be thinking of heavenly things, the things that are above, right? And, and the reason, right, the reason for all of this is Paul's trying to dial us all in. He's trying to help us go, look, look, we're all struggling here, right? Everyone's struggling here. Why? Because we're too tethered to here. We're too tethered to earth, right? The moment you made a decision to follow Jesus, to be in Christ, we made him king of our lives. Because, and because we've made him king of our lives, any decision that is grounded in earth will be in conflict with who we are. It will deplete us and rob us of the life and the life to the full that Jesus has offered to us, right? That John 10, in John 10, 10, he's going, I want to bring you life and life to the full. Like, I, I bet you I say this in almost every podcast because this really is what Jesus is inviting us to. And this, practically speaking, is what we're resisting day in and day out by the decisions that we make. Paul, right, Pastor Paul, is fully aware that when we are depleted as a result of focusing on the things of this world, we lose our focus, our joy, peace, love, and all of these transcendent qualities that exist in Christ. Right? Have you ever had this moment? Right, where you started to kind of evaluate your life. You're like stepping back. You know, you're evaluating your life. You're asking things like, you know, who am I? You know, like, what am I, what am I doing here? You know, maybe you ask this question. You know, I made a f- decision to follow Jesus, but what does that actually mean? What does that actually mean to me right here, right now? How does that impact my every day? What is God up to? You know, these are really, really great questions, right? These are identity shifting and shaping questions. And many of us have tried our whole lives to answer these questions with earthly counsel. We, we go like, well, uh, maybe I can be satisfied if we make more money, right? Or I could, if I climb the utilitarian ladder, maybe it'll fix this kind of thing in my soul, Right? Maybe if I build up my 401k, I'll have security, right? Maybe if I live in the right neighborhood or be an influencer, or maybe if I make a name for myself and on and on, 
we go with this kind of soul-sucking, soul, soul-sucking, like it's crushing our joy. It's, it's, it's just killing these heavenly strategies that have been given to us. The, like these things that Jesus invited us into. And Paul is trying to help us focus on it. And here's the thing. Like Satan has been doing this for a long time. He has been distracting us for a long, long time. And he is trying to convince you and me that the realities of heaven are foolish. Like they're so far off or they're so big. You you know, just no, 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 no. If you make more money, if you have more security here on, you'll be fine. Everything will be great, right? And essentially what he's saying is you need to make yourself a god. This is what he's always been trying to do historically. If you read the entire Bible, it always goes bad. Because he's convincing mankind that the things of this world are far more important than the things of God, the things above, the things that are in Christ. And he knows, and he prays on all of our insecurities, and he keeps tethering us to earth like that cobra that is just tied to that stake, wants to move forward but just keeps getting pulled back. And your soul knows it, right? You can feel it. You ever had this moment in your life where you're like, I'm so exhausted, but I can't figure out why. Like I'm not physically exhausted. I'm just like emotionally exhausted, spiritually exhausted. I'm going to tell you, based upon my own experience, it's because I've tethered myself to an earthly strategy. I've not fixed my eyes on Jesus. I've not, I've not uh, gotten to the realities of heaven. I'm focusing on the things of earth. And Paul's like, don't do that. Because Satan, since the, the time of Adam and Eve, right, he's been playing the same trick with us, trying to distract us. And so what I would say is this, we need to be on guard. And because Paul loves his congregation, and the Spirit of God loves us to bring the scriptures to us all these years later. He doesn't want us to get distracted. And he says, you have to shift. You have to shift your mindset. So, my suggestion is this. Let's just heed to Paul's advice. To set our minds on things that are above. Christ things. Kingdom things. And not the things of earth. Right? Because earthly advances without Christ will make no heavenly difference. So the question is this, what is currently tethering you to earth? What do you need to let go? Really, really let go here on earth in order to really focus in on the glory of all that Jesus is. Because as we look to Jesus, what we see him do is he leaves. He, 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 he looks to the Father for his direction. And, and as a result of that, obediently dies and raises again. And he's inviting us into that same story. So, Father, we need you. We need your help. We need your guidance as we become more and more like your son, Jesus. So, take a breath. Reflect. Reflect.